Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 15th of August. There are concerns this morning. Sydney's ongoing gangland war has now taken a dangerous new turn after two women were killed in what's believed to be a targeted shooting over the weekend. Their car was peppered with bullets in the city's southwest on Saturday night, with the 48-year-old woman dying at the scene, the other a 39-year-old passing away in hospital shortly afterwards. A 16-year-old girl and 20-year-old man were also inside the car at the time of the shooting, but were not injured. One of the women is understood to have had past relationships with key crime identities known to police. Superintendent Danny Doherty says the attack is appalling and unprecedented. There used to be an unwritten law with the criminal element, especially in organised crime, that you, you know you don't touch family and you don't touch women. I think that rule of engagement and that law book's been thrown out the window. Four burnt-out vehicles found across a number of nearby suburbs are now being investigated for possible links to the murders. Meantime, a man remains in police custody after a shooting inside Canberra Airport. Charges are still yet to be laid after the man allegedly opened fire. Flights to and from Canberra Airport were delayed for three hours late yesterday. These witnesses telling Channel 7 it was terrifying. We heard the bangs and I turned around and there was a man standing with a gun. There was people getting trampled. I saw kids get pushed over. It was, it was, yeah, it was panic. Nobody was stopping to pick the kids up. Everybody was sort of fending for themselves a little bit. ACT Police Superintendent Dave Craft telling the ABC it's lucky no one was injured. The male has let the uh, shots off at glass within the terminal and uh, there was no shots directed at people or persons, passengers or staff. There is a, an active crime scene up there that is being processed. The firearm has been secured. We do not believe that there were multiple weapons at this time. In other news this morning, a scathing investigation alleges the NDIS has been infiltrated by organised crime. It's understood those with a disability have been threatened with violence to help fraud the system, including fake accounts and payments for services never provided. Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission Chief Mike Phelan telling Channel 9 more than $1 billion is being ripped out of the system to then purchase narcotics from overseas. We're seeing organised crime groups who are prone to violence, who have used violence, intimidating users of the NDIS, you know, our, our most vulnerable in society. And it, it sickens you when you look at the sort of things that have happened. In one case, there was an allegation where someone was threatened with being committed into a psychiatric ward. To the US now, where a man has died after allegedly driving his car into a barricade at the US Capitol building and firing shots into the air before turning the gun on himself. It comes after FBI officials received a number of threats from pro-Trump supporters after the raid on the former US president's home in Florida last week. Meantime, a group of US politicians is visiting Taiwan nearly two weeks after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's controversial trip. China responded to Pelosi's visit by launching missiles and running military drills in the waters around the island nation. A five-member delegation of politicians is now in Taiwan as part of a tour around Asia to discuss ongoing relations, regional security, trade and other issues. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to Tasmania and a massive clean-up is underway across the south of the state after wild weather over the weekend. 
Our reporter Tessa Randello has the latest from Hobart. That's right, Tash. Tassie is in clean-up mode today with the severe weather warning cancelled overnight across the state. Huonville was one of the regions which was hardest hit with flash flooding and some Huon residents were shocked to see wastewater overflows in some residential streets. The SES director, Leon Smith, says there's been two drivers pulled out of cars which are stuck in flooding. Two vehicles with occupants retrieved from uh, areas of flash flooding which is quite unfortunate, very dangerous situation. It's flooded, forget it, don't, don't be tempted to drive through those floodwaters. To Victoria now and drivers can now get on the road for free after the state government slashed the costs of driving tests. From today, teenagers will be able to sit their test for a learner's permit at no charge, while specialised driving tests for drivers to get their probationary licence are now also free. James Lake in Melbourne says the changes will save new drivers and their parents hundreds of dollars. And it comes at the time a new driver would need it most, Tash, considering they also have to factor in registration for their car and insurance. Every little bit helps. Now, learners will get to keep $51 in their pocket thanks to the free test to start driving. They'll then save $133 by getting the on-road test for their P-plates for free as well. And for people already fully licensed, the government's also bringing back discounts for safe drivers. It means those who haven't lost any demerit points when they come to renew their licence will get a 25% discount. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. It's a big week for the local stock market with about a third of our top 200 companies set to do a profit show and tell. That's right. Stocks have been zooming back for the past two months, driven by better profits, inflation and interest rate expectation news out of Wall Street. And this week, we get to see how well our big name companies such as BHP, JB, Hi-Fi, Seek, CSL, AGL and more are performing. 30 big name companies have reported so far, with half beating expectations. Peter, it's also a big week for key economic data with unemployment numbers set to be released on Thursday. What are we expecting? Yeah, it's a good question whether it's a good number or a bad number if unemployment actually goes lower. It's actually at a 50-year low of 3.5%. And the basic point is this, because we're in an inflationary environment now, a lower number will really be bad news for inflation and interest rates. So therefore, anyone worrying about interest rates right now will probably hope that unemployment sneaks up a bit. Interesting to note though, Peter, there's been a lot of speculation about the economy slowing, even a possible recession, but business spending is showing increasing interest rates have not spooked this important driver of the economy. Yeah, and this is important news, Natasha. The Westpac Consumer Sentiment Reading is down 22% on a year ago, showing the RBA's interest rate policy is working to slow down our retail spending that forces up prices and inflation. But the NAB Business Survey showed business confidence rose in July and business conditions are now at a 13-month high. This is good for ensuring the Reserve Bank's tough interest rate policy does not cause a recession. Let's hope the good news continues. Peter, thank you. Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, we're set for a bumper finish to the AFL season with more than 90,000 people expected to pack the G to watch the Blues battle with the Magpies. 
Yeah, this is a massive way to end the season. Two traditional rivals with their seasons on the line for the Magpies. If they win, they finish in the top four and they end Carlton's finals hopes in the process. They've both got some key players in doubt. Matt Kennedy for the Blues, ruled out for the season with a foot injury. Adam Chera is no certainty of lining up. At the Magpies, Jack Ginnivan is battling hamstring tightness. He was subbed out of the loss to the Swans yesterday. And Craig McRae, their coach, says Jordan Dugowie was a late out with a hip flexor issue. He put up pretty sore on Friday after training and we thought, oh, well, it's got 48 hours. It just wasn't improving. So we, we probably made a decision yesterday afternoon, to be honest. Are we confident he plays next week? Somewhat. And another of the big Victorian clubs locked in their place in the finals yesterday. They're a dangerous floater too. The Richmond Footy Club uh, dominating Hawthorne with a 61-point win. Hitting their straps at the right time of the year. They've won three in a row, all of those 100-plus points. Damien Hardwick, their coach, says that this year's final series is wide open. Geelong one in particular is probably sitting above, but then I think after that it's it's relatively even. So I think it's going to be an outstanding finals campaign. It's what the AFL sort of wants, you know, the evenness of the competition. And we've got the Demons and Lions to kick things off on uh, Friday night. That's massive as well for the winner. Top four for the loser could slip as low as sixth. And you've also got some details, Brett, on the funeral for Paul Green, of course, the NRL legend, passed away suddenly last week. He certainly did, and his family have told of their great sadness. They're uh, planning this farewell at the rugby league ground where he first made his name, the winner Manly Seagulls. He played and coached them to premierships. That could be as early as August 23. His sudden death, as you said last week, at the age of just 49, is still shocking the rugby league world. On the field, and two teams kissed goodbye their final soaps over the weekend. Uh, St George suffered a controversial loss to uh, the Raiders, 24-22. to They were coming home with a wet sail. Matt Faney uh, was tackled 15 metres out from the line, was laid upon, looked like they might get a last-second penalty. That was denied. We go back to round 16. When the opposite happened, uh, the Raiders were denied a last-second penalty kick. Coach Anthony Griffin from St George, here he is speaking about that result. Probably a little bit ironic, isn't it? You know, they do uh, the first game, but just ran out of time. It was a fantastic line break at that time of the game. And Manly, a massive loss yesterday to Gold Coast, 44-24. to So the Seagulls' finals hopes look to be all but over as well. For the Titans, they hadn't won in three months. A 10-match losing streak has been snapped in style, and they did it without their uh, best player and skipper, Tino Fasua Malaawi. Tino's been enormous for us every single week. We all know that. You know, he's been our best every week that he's played. And to have him out, I think it was probably the right thing. Anyway, you know, he's had a big year, so uh, the boys really stepped up. That's the coach there, Justin Holbrook, and an awkward situation emerging in golf. Cameron Smith is getting closer to becoming the world number one. A win at the FedEx and Jude Championship this morning would rocket the Queenslander to the top, but of course it comes amid his expected departure to the Live Tour, Tash. Yeah, it's a massive story. I'm sure we have not seen the end of it. Brett, thanks so much. Thank you. And Ravi, the red panda, is this morning back in Adelaide Zoo after going on a 48-hour adventure over the weekend, as you do. He managed to escape from his enclosure on Friday, found in a neighbouring tree. Vets had to tranquilise the panda to get him out of the tree. His zoo director, Dr Phil Ainsley, on Channel 9. Finally got a dart into him and then just had to wait about 15 minutes just for the drug to take some effect. He'll spend the next couple of days in our animal health department just getting a checkup and making sure he's OK. Ravi is safe and well and will be returned to his enclosure in the coming days. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow.